0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and
1: head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home.
3: what's up family it is that time of the year again that's right i'm talking about tax time so attention all business owners and high earning individuals we have something special for you take control of your finances with the tailored tax planning services of magnolia tax services their team of experts specialize in maximizing savings for individuals and businesses by utilizing the latest tax laws and strategies on average, they save their clients $17,500. So contact our partners at Magnolia Tax Services today for a consultation and you receive $100 off of your services. Use that link below or go to slash taxes.
4: There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice to come with this shit. Hmm. Truly. Late nights, early gone You're, You're going to lose friends, friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you. Then you make it and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you. Let me get some money. Get some money.
0: What I've realized that wealthy people understand mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart and got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. It's good if you
4: want to be rich in that business, but yeah. you don't need to know that.
0: You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm-hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money, by income. Mm. Get money, buy more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna
4: break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't the second I can waste some good food on place. What's good with it, my Wealth Builders? It's your boy, David Bellard, one of the founders of Black Wealth Renaissance, here with my brother Jalen. What's good, dog?
3: What's poppin' with it, man? How you living doing good, today? Living
4: living great, man. It's Pi day. You already know how it going. Hell yeah, man. I
3: Excited? Took a little break in between. Energy Got some stretching going, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even do my stretches. See you, you're, you're slipping. I know I'm fucking up. You're not going to be mentally I was, sharp. I was walking around and
4: everything. Okay, all right, all right. right yeah. And I ain't
3: full of the tequila and liquor and <laughs> shit,
4: so I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, yeah, you yeah right, you're right. Last time
3: that shit was whipping my ass, yeah, That so boy getting
4: bluesed. But nah, um, doing good, bro. Glad to have you back in Dallas uh, so we can continue to rock out and keep giving people value for season five. Yeah, man. I um, definitely
3: missed the city already, man.
4: Uh, you should. It's much better than Houston. But that's neither that's here nor there. there. Uh, <laughs> so, y'all, as always, y'all know we got another great installment of the Black Wealth Renaissance podcast coming for y'all. Before we get into introducing our guests, make sure y'all leave us that five-star rating and review. Need uh, it. We definitely need that. Continue to push out some great information to the people. Now, the brother that we have on today, y'all done seen him before. Big Probably, probably one of your favorite episodes of the Black Wolf in the Sun Facts. podcast. Somebody asked me what was my favorite episode. Phenomenal. And I actually said it was this one. Sensational. Sensational. <laughs> <laughs> because this brother provides a lot of value. Real genuine guy <laughs> out of Chicago. Came up here last time giving y'all all the game and the blueprints. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad to have an opportunity to catch up with him. Uh he's taking off into some new business ventures, providing value in all those different arenas. None other than our guy used to Eugene Marshall. Gene was good, brother. (laughs) What up,
0: what up, what up, man? I appreciate y'all for having me back. It's definitely been a pleasure. Hey, man. Uh, It's good seeing y'all cats, man. I know we was kicking it crazy uh, over the last couple years, and so... Uh, definitely feel good to be back in the building. We definitely gonna build for sure. Hell oh,
3: yeah, man! Great to have you back, my dog. Oh yeah, glad to have you back in Dallas for a little bit. Yeah, last it's time I saw you, you, you had
0: to uh, you had to the. Dreads yeah, man. Last time I saw you,
3: yeah, man. Yeah, new 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 styles. You, you know, the switch difference? the game. Yeah, so you got to get six six on us. Yeah, them, so yeah. you know. So it's been good, man. So good. what's what's been new with you, man? I know you uh, recently started your tax service. Yeah. Um, what brought you into that lane?
0: You know what. Um, I've been just so intrigued with the, the financial space for so long. Um, and I remember in college, I got my degree at, at Northern Illinois University. I got a dual degree in um, IT and operations management. I didn't and know you had a
3: dual degree, nigga. I yeah, thought it
0: was just IT. Yeah, I had a dual degree in operations smart management and IT. Fucker, yeah. Um, and I was just trying to figure out. <laughs> 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 I was trying to figure out, you know, because that's right around the time when I started – actually reading the rich dad, poor dad books and like getting more educated in the financial space. And I was trying to figure out at that point, like, damn, how do I make the shift? How do I make the the, the change? But I was already in like my senior year. And it was kind of like, you know, I can't really change majors or yeah, pick up a minor yeah, look, at this yeah, you, point. You change majors. You going to be here for a yeah, while. Yeah, You're going to you know be here saying? for a while. So I was just thinking like, all right, well, how can I leverage the IT side to maybe get work, get at a bank, you know, uh, Cause I figured once I get in a room, once I get in a space, I figure the rest out. So I was trying to work that angle, but um, so I always had a tenacity or was intrigued by the by the financial space, and um, that led me to the real estate. And then ultimately, when I left my job, uh, my corporate job, I already had enough cash flow coming in on the real estate side of the fence, and I got bored. Right, mm-hmm. I, I needed something to do. I needed something to really um, keep me busy, keep me active, and I wanted to stretch. And so I ended up joining forces uh, with with a buddy of mine and started helping him out with his tax firm. And that's how I got in the tax space. And I've always been in sales, right? Always, always been in sales and uh, was operating in a a sales capacity. And um, last year I generated over half a million dollars in in, in gross sales, selling tax plans, you know, selling tax plans to individuals and small businesses and, being able to articulate the value on why tax planning is so important, you know, is is not that hard to do. But I tell folks all the time that, you know, selling a half a million dollars in tax plans is one thing, but actually delivering on the savings is what's really important. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people talk about, oh, my business grows X, Y, Z, or, oh, I did this, but how many people actually did you help? You know, because you you got a lot of benefit out of it. Mm -hmm. But did your clients receive more benefit?
4: Did your clients pay less in taxes than they would if they didn't have you? If they didn't
0: have you, absolutely. And so that's what led me to the tax firm. And um, like I said, I I did over half a million dollars in in tax sales without a license. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: Without a license. But that's because I strategically, immensely studied the tax code. Mm -hmm. Right. So that I have a full and thorough understanding of what it is that you can do. We and know. what it is that you can't do. And I tell folks all the time, if you really, really, really want to build wealth, you, you got to understand taxes. That's or you got to have somebody on your team that does. Mm-hmm. Because we're limited, bro. We can't know. We, 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 we You can't know everything. That's a fact. You know, so whatever it is that you lack, build it or, excuse me, bridge the gap in between by outsourcing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Or build a relationship with somebody that does. And so that's how I ended up getting into the space.
3: That's dope. I'm I didn't good. even
0: I didn't even know that was like
3: a role that people were doing. Was just like you be just my sales person for the taxes. I mean like, that makes sense. Like, it does it, in but all
4: businesses. You need sales. It does, but
3: in in the tax point, it's like it's such a necessity. It's like you
4: gotta get. It. It's like there has it's... to be an education level, right? So you can't just be like I'm good at selling and not know nothing about taxes. Exactly, because you need to still be able to explain something to mm-hmm. that to where it's gonna apply to their situation. So it's not like you're just any other regular salesman, but I did, Gene, you said something there that I wanted to go into. It's one of the talking points I had. It's about wealth and taxes, right? So like you just said it there. Mm-hmm. You can never truly build wealth if you don't understand taxes. For sure. Can we get into that some more? Yeah, bro. Like it's it's
0: a pivotal moment in your wealth building journey, right? A lot of people spend most of their time and energy focusing on how to generate income. But they never spend no time, energy, or money figuring out how to save income, right? You should be spending 10% of the money that you make on saving the money. And the only way to do that is if you tax plan. Mm -hmm. What happens is with most people, you know, come January, December, January, February, that's when they start looking for an enrolled agent or a CPA or a new tax preparer to file their taxes. But you, you you, actually a tad bit behind, mm-hmm. you know, the tax savings, the huge refund, if you will, that comes through the tax planning where we can talk about how we can leverage deductions that fit your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But not only just fits your lifestyle, but also fits the business model because everything got to make sense.
4: Yeah, because there's certain ordinary and necessary,
0: right? Got to be ordinary and necessary in the pursuit of income. Right. Because there are certain things that Jalen may be able to write off as a logistics business. Right. If he owns a truck versus stuff that, you know, David may be able to write off in in the real estate space. Mm -hmm. So we got to understand when and how we can leverage certain deductions based on that business. Mm -hmm. So when we plan throughout the year, we can meet quarterly. Most of my clients, we we meet quarterly. I do have some clients that meet monthly as well. But that's when we really start diving and say, oh, let's do this you know what, Now let's actually put that on a shelf for next year, Mm -hmm. right? Because we got to know at what point should we take certain
5: deductions. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer.
2: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials.
0: And and I was just talking to a uh, buddy man about this last night at the bar, and People, millennials, in, in, at this stage of the game, um, with social media, I mean, social media is really like disrupting a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good information out there. And there's a lot, lot of terrible, terrible information out, out there. there. You gotta be careful, man. with who you feeding? You know what I'm saying? Or oh, excuse me, who, who you who's who feeding, who's feeding you? you? Yeah. You gotta be careful with who's feeding you, man. Got to be careful what you consuming. And I saw somebody on social media um, this past week, huge following. Huge following dog And They're telling people To go out and get Business credit Right Business credit
4: G. Don't say to buy a G-Wagon
0: Bruh Not the G-Wagon no. It's even worse than the G G-Wagon In my opinion They tell them to go get Business credit so they can afford the Beyonce tickets and I then know write you it off. Motherfucking lie. And write it off. Man, off shut the fuck up, dog. And write it off. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you.
4: This is fucking ridiculous, yeah. bro.
0: They tell Are folks, you serious? yes, go get go get big, go get a business line of credit. You can go to this site, right? And this is how you can afford the Beyonce tickets and you can write it off. Now, now the write off part, we we could probably figure that out how to how to how to how to get, you know, write that one off. That's bro, come stressful, on. bro. Come
4: on. Like, that that, that bro. just stressed me out.
3: <laughs> pa, pa, time out. Yeah, pause. Flag on the motherfucking plate, nigga. Oh. What? Yes, bro. Like, how, how can you say you want to help the community feeding them that type of information, right? And once again, we, we had the conversation earlier with another guest was understanding that if you're going to do it, do it within reason, but don't go get no fucking business funding just to go to a concert. It's stupid.
0: Cause how is that going to make you money? It ain't, it ain't going to make you no money. It's going to give you an experience that's going to last an hour. I want an experience that's going to last me a lifetime. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Right. I want an experience that's going to outlive me. And a way to do that is to find deductions that can fuel my future, not a deduction that's gonna make me happy for an hour because I get to see Beyonce.
3: You're talking that shit, man. Because he was he was upset about the G wagon shit, and it's something that definitely irked us too. Because it's like once again, you're telling people that this is one of the best deductions you can get. You know, buy you a vehicle with because six thousand like is the last.
4: La- yeah. this was the last year they could yeah. do it, right.
3: Like you know, six thousand pounds, but it's like. There's so many more things that you can deduct that will be so much more beneficial to you. Now, if if you have, let's say you have a business where that G-Wagon is you know, necessary, maybe a car service. Are you, you know, you're working with high net worth clientele, you driving them around and stuff like that. That that's understandable. But if you just getting it just to write it off, to not pay uncle Sam, now you're putting yourself into a hole where you actually, you're not paying uncle Sam the money, but now you bought the vehicle. Now you got to pay the bank, the money for for, uh, the damn loan. And you wrote off a
4: hundred thousand, the whole thing. So now, you also made it harder to qualify for funding. Exactly. If you didn't have that revenue to justify spending
0: $180,000 on a car. Exactly. You 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 you, you
1: fucked. You know. <laughs> to be frank. Yeah. To
0: be frank. And so we got to be very careful, man, with who we are allowing to feed us information. You know, mm-hmm. and again, that's why I'm a big proponent of finding deductions or leveraging the tax code in ways that can fund and fuel my future. Instead of buying a G Wagon, go buy you some cash flow. Right? Instead of going to the Beyonce concert, go max out an HSA. Right? There's plenty of things that we could be doing other than doing that.
3: Or, or you go buy you some cash flow and use that cash flow to go to Beyonce.
0: Get yourself in position. You might got to sit down. You you might got to sit down this tour. You can't make it. It ain't going to be the last one. It won't be the last one. The last one might be, t- the next one might be 10 Gs or 15 Gs. But you've already created that system that continues to pay you over time where now you can go without having to trade your time for money. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's a whole another topic. But we got to understand the full wealth cycle. We got to understand the full wealth cycle. And the tax component, bro, is everything. Because whether you like it or not, the one thing that we all got in common
4: Gonna die. And we gonna pay them taxes.
0: You gonna die and you are gonna pay some taxes. That's a Not fact. They gonna come get your ass. They gonna right or they are gonna come get you. So you might as well hire somebody that that you can that you can trust, that's knowledgeable, that can coach you, train you, and educate you throughout the process.
3: So what makes you that person that they can trust? Uh, I know the designation that you got, but explain that.
0: Yeah, bro. So you know, I'm an inroad agent, right? I have the highest federal designation from the IRS right so enroll agents we specialize in understanding the tax code mm. right and not only that but we we talk about how we can leverage the tax code specifically for your lifestyle right it's all tax strategy on the on the other hand with CPAs is a question i get off quite often what's the difference between well, a, a CPA, a a CPA and the enroll agent, agent? Mm-hmm. well a certified public public accountant they're focusing on on accounting for things in your return. They're very good at tax preparation, right? EAs and there's there's some CPAs too, but EAs, right, that fully understand the tax code, we're really trying to figure out how we can leverage tax strategies, right, to fit your lifestyle to ultimately minimize your tax liability. Mm. So, a lot of a lot of my clients, they come over to, to me from you know having conversations with their CPA, and I'm educating them on things that their CPA haven't even told them, mm. right? But I say, hey, look, go to your CPA and tell your CPA this is what you need done, right? You, you spoke with Eugene. Eugene gave you the strategy. We'll type it up for you. We'll write it all out for you, and then we'll get you a nice packet that you can go over to you can go over and take to your CPA and tell your CPA, here's what I need to account for in my tax return. Or better yet, if you want, you can just stay here with us. Right, and we'll do everything for you. Mm. So now you have a one-stop shop where we can tax plan, right, and we can get you in position planning for tax preparation.
1: preparation. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: That's that's where the magic happens, bro. And that's why tax planning is so important. You got a tax plan, especially if you own and operate a small business. And if you don't own and operate a small business, you're you're still a great candidate for tax planning.
4: So I know we mentioned tax planning, and you kind of said that tax planning is throughout the year, putting together what's going to be expenses for your business that are ordinary and necessary. So I kind of want to get into some of those things that we don't know about the tax code that we don't leverage, right? Because I think I read it somewhere. It's like the tax code is like 260 odd pages, something like that. And the first 10 pages are about how to pay taxes. And the other 250 is like how not to pay taxes. So what are some of those things that Small business owners miss that you can give an example of,
0: bro. I mean, the the easiest one. I mean, it's 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 so it's so simple, so easy. And like I said, I t- I, I like what what are the deductions that I like?
3: Uh, fuck.
0: Deductions that fuel your future.
3: Oh, I thought you was talking about that specific when we talked about. Online. No, 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 no yeah, yeah, okay, okay.
0: Deductions that fuel your future. Deductions that fuel your future. The easiest one, bro, is it's the easiest one if you're healthy, is an HSA, health savings account. Mm. It's the easiest one, bro. You know, some people call it the, the triple tax threat, right? I call it the quadruple tax threat. Why you, you call know? it quadruple? Here's why I call it quadruple. You get a deduction for contributing to the plan. Uh, from right? your business? From your business. Okay. Or or even if you work a W-2 job, Right. It lowers your taxable income from your your W-2 job as well, from your salary. Okay. So you get a tax deduction for contributing to the plan. Mm -hmm. The money grows tax-free. Is because it's tax whenever you first put it in, right?
1: No. No, no, no. no. It's a tax deduction. You get a tax deduction. Pre-tax.
0: Okay. okay. Pre-tax, right? Now the money grows Mm tax-free. I'm getting tax-free growth on the money. I can invest the money in the market. The money is growing now. Right? Not only that, the third one, I can spend the money on qualified medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to go get some new glasses. I want to go get some new glasses. Um, I got to go get, uh, I got to go see my hygienist and get get my, my teeth clean. or well, I'm getting veneers or perhaps you traveling to Turkey and you need, you, you want to get a hair implant like Akon. Right, like there's things out there that you can that you can get a deduction for that you can actually use in the future because whether we like it or not, we're we're, we're, if man look keep living, keep on living. You're gonna have some medical expenses whether we like it or not. The body gonna deteriorate, so you might as well invest in your body. You might as well invest in your health and get a tax deduction for doing so. Cause and
4: Jalen made this point before too. We often discount that when we think about getting older, like having uh, that money off a side. Imagine you get older, you need a major surgery. You done had mm. this money you've been putting away since you was 20 growing tax free. Mm. That surgery, not a, a financial burden on your family now. That's deep.
5: At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures.
2: Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.
3: Because them surgery shits, it's not cheap.
0: It ain't. It ain't. So that's the third one, right? Qualified medical expenses, right? Especially for the women, right? You know, you you guys need pads. All those things. Just pay for it out of this. Pay for it out of your HSA. That's tax-free money. It's tax-free money. You was gonna buy those things anyway. That's smart. You was gonna buy it anyway, so you might as well buy it with money that was never taxed. So the fourth thing, right? We talked about three. Do I need to recap the three or we gonna go straight to the four? We can go to number yeah, four. We're going straight to number four. It's supplemental retirement income. Supplemental retirement income. So when you when you at age 65. Now you can spend the money on whatever you want. You ain't gotta just spend it on medical expenses. Oh, wait
4: a minute. I did not know yeah. that part.
0: You don't have to spend it on just medical expenses. You can spend the money on whatever you want. Is so do like you want to go a travel
4: minimum distribution or something like that? Or like they do like how, you know, like, like Roth IR- IRAs, yeah. like after you get a certain age, you start you have to start
0: taking it out, or is it just that you can use it for whatever? So with the Roth IRA, there are no RMDs. Okay. Right? With the traditional IRA, there are RMDs. That's what it is. Gotcha. Right. With a Roth 401k, there's also RMDs as well. But on the Roth side of the house, there is no RMDs. You can RMDs.
3: leave it to air.
0: You can leave it. Same okay. thing with the HSA. Gotcha. You can leave to HSA thing. for air? Same thing. I did not know that. Same thing. Same thing. Ideally, you want to cash it out, mm-hmm. right? You use it for whatever, depending on your situation and how you set up.
3: Would mm-hmm. the air be taxed on receiving the HSA?
0: That's a great question. That's a great question. Will the heir be taxed on receiving the HSA? So, if the money was never taxed, and the money gets passed down to someone else, okay. Now, would it? It depends. Now, was this person at age sixty five when that that HSA turned into a retirement account, mm. or was they under under sixty five?
3: Mm. Let's let's say they were over sixty five.
0: If they're over 65, or does it matter?
4: No, oh, at this me. point, because it's, <laughs> it's just the same thing as, a, like, that would be like inheriting a Roth IRA at that point, essentially, right? Exactly.
0: Well, not a Roth, Well, a traditional, a traditional. in a sense. Because okay. remember, the Roth is after tax contributions. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay. Right? This is pre tax contributions. So to be taxed.
3: Gotcha. Got you. I got you.
0: Okay. Thank you for
3: that. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see. It's another uh, part of so we got the HSA. What's another good way to utilize tax advantages while also you know fire, what how you say it? Fueling, finding deductions fuel, that fuel, fuel your freedom. yeah
0: fueling your freedom finding finding deductions that that fuel your future future the other the other one bro this this one is this one is is like this the one that gets a lot of folks. This is the one that gets a lot of folks, bro. I got a client that was generating over a half million dollars in revenue as a single member LLC.
4: They still was listed as just an LLC
0: as Boy, a they single was member LLC. used
4: on them taxes
0: as a single member LLC. Now this is not even a this is not a deduction though. We talking just a a, a uh, tax election, mm-hmm. right? Just changing the way that you get taxed, bro, he was paying so much money in self-employment tax.
4: Because what, you got the 15.3% and then on top of that, it's a he, he made 500000 so that means that full five hundred was taxed on him personally. What tax bracket that is? That's like 37%? So you damn near paying 50, 52% of your income in taxes?
0: Bro. Do you, do, you, do you know how quick we shifted that client from a single member LLC to an S Corp? <laughs> I'm pretty sure second he told y'all, y'all was not, Immediately. Give me that form. What is it, 1120S? That's the tax form, mm-hmm. right? That we file taxes on. Gotcha. Right? The form for the conversion is the 2553 form. Okay. That's the form that we leverage for the conversion. Mm-hmm. And as I'm talking to this client, I'm asking, okay. How long have you been generating a half a million dollars in, in in revenue? You know, how much did you make last year? I made 600 last year. So you made more than you did last year than you did this year? Huh. You got a copy of those returns too? Yeah, I got a copy of those returns. Okay, send it over. Let me, let me and my team analyze the return. You know, I, I feel like it's, it's some money on the table for you. So what a lot of people don't know and don't realize is that you can also... Backdate your S Corp election as well. Mm. Yeah. You can backdate your S Corp election. So he I, had his business. Like limited by a certain amount of years? Three years. Three years. Three years. That's, that's so you can go as far bad. back as year three, right? Or the, excuse me, the last three years. Mm-hmm. So it's 2020, 2021, 2020, 2019, 2019. Right? And we can backdate and say, hey, as of January 1st, 2019, Jalen Clark LLC is an escort. Mm. Of course, we would have to go through the work of amending the return and and doing all of that. But at that point, it doesn't matter. How much money will that save you? Because there's so much money on the table. That's the easiest thing. But a lot of people don't. And and with social media, again, right, everybody pushing. That was another thing that was hot with the the G-Wagon.
1: Your happy price, price line.
0: but a lot of folks don't really talk about you, you know some of the revenue to have exactly good the good revenue sense. the maintenance you know the and process and the in upkeep the mm-hmm. and what you have to be doing in the business to make sure that you are I in think, compliance you
3: gotta actually uh, take you gotta be paid through your business once you do escort absolutely right? absolutely you, you,
4: you're paid on payroll what else it is uh, you gotta file like a corporation with the state, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. You got to have your meeting minutes and all this other stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and then each state is different, if I'm not mistaken, Absolutely.
0: right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The first, and here's where folks go wrong with the, with the S-Corp, right? Here's here's where a lot of folks go wrong. They overpay themselves. They overpay themselves, right? When you have an S-Corp, all you have to do is pay yourself what is known as reasonable compensation. Mm. Right Reasonable Reasonable compensation No more No less And with the 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 terrible information That's out here You got folks That are operating As a single member LLC Running payroll For themselves You shouldn't be running Payroll for yourself As a single single member LLC You can
3: do distribution
0: Because Exactly Right When you a single member LLC What you pay yourself Is the net profit Mm -hmm. Right Which is known as Owner's distributions Mm -hmm. Right But Again, with social media, we got, man, run W2 payroll, run W2 payroll. And you got some folks to get our escort because they hit the button on the uh, Secretary of State website, but for web, file, but they yeah, didn't file 22. the form. And so yeah. they're running payroll.
4: I'm glad we're having this conversation again right now because there's something we said Carter said to me once, and I, it stuck with me. Experts are expensive, but doing amateur shit costs you a fortune. Mm. The problem with social media, I think, is... And i I, I will be on this campaign all year because I think niggas need to hear this. Stop trying to learn everything in a fucking minute, bro. Thinking that you're going to learn everything from somebody in a minute. Pay an expert. Like, whenever you're giving this information out, right? It's like, okay, great. Gene told me the form I need to use. He told me this. Oh, I can go figure it out on my own. Stop doing that shit because there might be another nuance in it that we didn't get an opportunity to discuss that you should probably talk about with somebody who's doing this for a living i I just always gotta stress that because i see like people they get so caught up on like the the g-wagon craze or like file an escort but it's like okay but do you really know what you're doing right like do you really know and if you don't know Spend the money with somebody who does.
3: And that's the reason why I knew that the difference between the distribution and actually paying yourself is because we paid somebody to teach us this shit, too. Like, nigga, we had to get with a CPA that could teach us this shit.
0: You got to know the game, dog. And I want to build on what you just said. You know, um, people people in, in this day and age, man, they operate with a microwavable mindset. That's facts. You know, they want instant results. Popcorn head. Yeah, they want instant <laughs> results. You know, they want to listen to a podcast today and go flip houses tomorrow. But it don't work like that. Wish it did. You, you got to put the time in. And there are certain things that an episode is not going to be able to fully give you. Yeah. There's certain things that, you know, reading one book is not going to fully be able to give you. Mm-hmm. You know, and also, too, People in, in, in this space, they, they only give you enough information so that you can reach out to a licensed professional. Most of us have clothes that we've loved for years, maybe even decades, but
6: it's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. If you're looking for more pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and T-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. All American Giant clothing is created with a commitment to doing things better. From the materials they use, down to the last stitch in every piece. And everything is made right here in America, in partnership with people and communities. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll appreciate as soon as you receive your order. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code LT23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code LT23.
2: These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life and is made to last. Plus, with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code WA23.
0: Right? That's the whole marketing piece to everything that we do. The game
3: is sold, not told.
0: The game is sold, it's not told. So there's certain things that people specifically say and don't say because they don't want you to go out there and try to do it on your own.
4: Because you might fuck it up, to be honest. Because you might fuck it up. At the same time, it's...
3: I also had to work for this credential, so why not utilize
4: what I have?
0: You know why? Because everybody still want to go to their auntie, and uncle that's been filing their taxes for years
4: <laughs> on TurboTax doing it wrong. You know, my mama used to be a family tax person. I said, yep. "Mom, you, you that is
0: not your job."
4: <laughs> yeah, she used to do everybody taxes. It's
0: crazy. Everybody had that one 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 person in the family that was just doing everybody's taxes. You know, there's one person that was there that did taxes, and I tell folks all the time: at some point, you got to graduate from that. At some point, you got to get around folks that can offer you more than just doing your taxes, because filing your taxes is, is that's almost like, I mean, somebody in, in a it's community, like a, not even a, a high school, tests. can can file taxes all i gotta do is pull up the software mix and match the numbers on the w-2 form and be like okay they go there they go there they go there line here line here, here line here go there address done state, right but the magic bro is is in the planning man where you can plan with somebody and they can fully understand what your financial picture looks like you know because not only are we talking about how we can save you money on taxes But then it opens up the conversation on what to do with the money that we save you. Because we don't want you to just go blow it, you know, on travel. Although we do do want you to use the money for whatever you want to use the money for. But we want you to allocate it correctly, right? Maybe we can save you some money and you can leverage the difference to go fund something that can fool your future, right? You might not get a deduction, but it can fuel your your future, right? Like the Roth. Right. Why not? Max it out. Why not max it out? You
4: got the six. Might as well put it there. Because whenever you older, you ain't paying taxes on it. It's going to grow. Tax free.
0: And not only that, we still in February. So you still got the opportunity to contribute to your Roth from 2022.
3: That time timeout. What you
0: mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So although we're physically in 2023. You can, you can still contribute to your Roth from 2022, the mm. 2022 tax for how year.
3: For how long? how long is it?
0: You can do it until the tax deadline, April 15th. Really? Absolutely.
3: I did not know that.
0: Absolutely, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. you, have so you until really April have 15th. damn
4: near 16 months
0: to max out your IRA for one year. When you think about it. When you think about it. Damn. They give you an additional four months going into the next year. To max out your Roth. Last year was 6000 This year 6500 Right? So we, we got to just start thinking. We got to start thinking. There's somebody listening to this podcast right now. You probably got a Roth. Well, you probably don't have a Roth, but this is a great opportunity for you to open one up. Put a portion of your, your income tax refund in there. Right? And let that thing systemize and grow for you. Get some compound growth. Just, just invest in the index funds. I'm going do That's all it. the compli- complicated shit. Just keep it simple. Just keep it, just KISS. Simple. That's the best acronym that keep I learned. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. I love it. The that moment one too. that you start to try to complicate shit, you 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 in all these discords and they talking about doing this swing trades and doing all of this, bruh. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. <laughs> right? Statistically, the, the data shows. The folks that buy and hold beat the
4: traders every day,
0: beat the traders every day.
4: Cause the average person has no business trading.
0: They have no business, no even, business trading.
4: Even, uh, not even average person hedge funds. Oh, well, I think over the past 20 years, they have, there may be one or two hedge funds that actually have outpaced the growth of like the S and P 500. So it's like, why again, why make it complicated? You don't need to know how to be an option trader. You don't need to know how to swing trade all that stuff. You get the Roth, make it passive, keep it simple. Buy up the Roth, go to your brokerage. Buy a fucking spy.
0: SPY VU. Same shit.
4: Same
3: shit. VTI. VTI. Can't go wrong. Not at all. That's some game. Just saying. Y'all look up those tickers.
0: Bro, it's the, it's the easiest way. And and, and here's one thing I, I wanna I wanna say too. I like boring money. I like boring money, man.
4: Say that. Say that again. Right? And I like we need boring to talk money. About it.
0: You know, what's boring money? G? I, I like. I like. I like the money that just works, right? The shit that's been working for the last 50, 40, 60 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to get overly excited about a new opportunity. I wanted. I want to do what's always been working, and we know the S and P 500 works. We know buying index funds work so why waste all that energy, time, effort trying to research each individual stock and trying to learn options trading? I I've been there. I done did some options. I done hit big. I done lost big. But I've always won just holding.
3: You ain't never
0: lying. Oh, always won just like holding.
3: Seventeen percent for the year already. I mean, like I said, even hell, even this nigga.
4: past week in the stock market, right? Like a lot of companies was beat down, but this past week shit went, shit crazy. went up. Like I, just holding at the end of the day you're going to get the benefit cuz you own it mm-hmm. if you sell it you made the money if you you hold it you going you own it like you can keep it forever it, we don't who's to say that like right now we are in a little downturn but 5 years from now everything might be 5x from where we at so just keep it simple man
0: you know why I also like boring money because the, the other money we can call it excited money, right? It's typically something something you're doing on impulse. Think about it most most people invest on on impulse. Most people spend a lot of fomo on impulse a lot of fomo right And so I, I like the boring money bro because I'm balanced. I got a clear mind about what I'm contributing to. I got a clear mind on what I'm investing in. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being sold on this grand opportunity. Now, there are some grand opportunities that really do exist. But at the same time,
4: you got to be prepared for that shit too, though.
0: You got to be prepared.
4: You got to be prepared and you got to be early. Like, uh,
0: going to a conversation
4: earlier, talking about like the NFT thing, right? When NFTs was exciting money, everybody was talking about it. A lot of people got burned because it was supposed to be this new flashy, shiny way to take Ten dollars and turn it into ten thousand, and it's like that worked for one or two people in the beginning. But as time went on, it's not sustainable. Mm. And like, because it's not maturity in that market. But like you said, the boring money—that's the mature markets. I know that if I put in X, I get out Y.
0: Done. Leave a headache. lead a headache on the shelf, dog. Leave a headache on the shelf. Don't don't overcomplicate. Don't overcomplicate. Keep it simple. And that's why I buy real estate. Right, and that's why I buy and hold my real estate because yeah. I know I'm going to win in the long run versus me trying to keep doing a bunch of fixing flips.
4: That's crazy Makes sense, and uh, you know we we didn't even mention it in the intro with the real estate journey because like I think we talked about the first episode. If y'all hadn't heard that first episode, I highly suggest y'all yeah, go yeah, back go and, go and listen to out. it. Like I said, one of my favorite. But well, you were able to amass like what thirty units before the age of thirty, and that's a feat, bro. That's yeah. a major feat. So with your real estate journey, one of the questions I wanted to ask you uh, was, "What was some of the lessons that you learned along that part?"
0: Man, look, um, I'm. They say um, they say a wise man learns not from his mistakes, but the mistakes of others. And you're a fool if you make the same mistake twice. But I also tell you that sometimes you got to make the same mistake twice for it to really stick. Mm. You know, I, ideally. You know, d- depending on how impactful that mistake was, you may get it the first time. But if the mistake wasn't as impactful and it was just a little slap on the wrist, mm-hmm. you might forget. And stove um, wasn't
3: hot enough for that ass.
0: The stove wasn't hot enough, bro. And um, I've made some mistakes that I've repeated, and the second time I repeated, man, I got I got crushed. I I, I got crushed. Repeat the question again. So what were some of the lessons that you learned? man? So the biggest lesson I've learned in in real estate that I can apply to every business venture is you you really got to truly vet out the people you do business with.
5: Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski. The dingarona, The ring-a-ding-ding. ding ding Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for
0: details. You know, um, you you got to vet out the people that you do business with. and you That's You, you, you got to look at their characteristic traits, personality. You damn near want to know what, what their money habits is. Right. Their perspective on money, how they view things, what their relationship with money is like. Because all those things determine how they're gonna treat your money.
3: Mm. Mm. Right? That's, that's that's facts.
0: And I don't I don't want I I don't want a motherfucker treating my money not not the same how I'ma treat it. In most cases, folks not gonna treat your money how, how you're gonna treat it anyway, but I want a nigga to be I want the person to be damn close. You know. We got to be financially compatible. We got to be financially compatible. And and, and and here, check this out. It's easy to think that somebody is financially compatible with you by their materialistic things and what they have. Mm. It's so easy to think, oh, this person got a fly car. Or, oh, this person got, you know, a house over there, a house over there. He, he or she must know how to manage money well. And a lot of times that we can get caught up and who somebody else is, we forget who we is. Mm. We forget how equally important we are. And we get off our system.
3: Oh.
0: And systems is not just meant for businesses. It's,
3: a life. it's for life. Systems, the world operating
0: systems. The world operating systems. Well,
3: that's what this book right here is teaching.
0: Systems is, is what you do in your relationship. Systems is what you do in the gym systems is what you do at your house when you wake up a routine ain't nothing more or nothing less but another word for a system right another and so word for habit and another word for habit and I had to realize bro that um everybody don't operate on the same system as me
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um the biggest that's the biggest lesson I learned is that you got to fully vet people out and don't get blinded by what they got going on because it's so easy to do that, that you get so blinded by what they got going on that you put yourself second, or you get off your system mm-hmm.
3: to get on airs.
0: To get on theirs. right? Oh, give me an example, Gene. What you talking about? I, I'll give you an example. So, um, I drove an hour to to meet meet with somebody. We just just happened rather recently. I drove an hour to meet with somebody, um, and the only reason why I drove an hour to meet with them was because of who they was, right? And so the person reached out, he said, hey, let's talk, let's connect. I said, cool, let's do it. You want to chat on the phone, via Zoom, or in person? Typically, I'm like, let's talk on the phone or via Zoom, right? Because we can, we can still exchange, and we can conduct business, and we can get stuff done without having to physically be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so he responds, and he said, let's do in person but I only added in person because of who he was. Right. I drove the hour. I drove the hour. I got there. How long you think we talked? If I'm driving an hour someplace, how long do you think the, the meeting? Yeah, I probably talked for about
4: three, four three
3: hours. hours. Yeah. Two, four, three, four hours. Right. Y'all probably talk for five minutes. Don't tell me that.
0: We talked for 10 minutes. Oh no. We talked for 10 minutes. Do you know how much money I could have made in that hour? Do you know how much an hour of my time is worth? I could have made $15,000, $20,000 an hour. But I spent that hour driving to you for a 10-minute conversation. And I had to relearn to don't get off my own system. And my system is, hey, let's jump on the phone real quick. If we're going to be in person, I, I want to know, you know, what are we talking about? before then. Yeah, quali- what, what are we talking about? But I got so caught up in who that person was and who that person is that I let go of my own system. And it's the same way with investments. Somebody that you know may have this going on, that going on, that going on. And you see what they're doing working for them. And you see what they got going on working for them. And when they present an opportunity for you, you get off your system. And when you get off your system, you're not even asking the right questions about the investment opportunity no more because, because you're going solely off who that person is. Revolt is building the largest platform for black creators globally.
3: Become a member of our network at revoltcreators.com. The future,
0: the future is, is ours, ours to, to create. create. Think about that. This real life, right? You, you You invest solely off who that person is. Of course, you ask some questions, but you're not asking the right. But you ain't questions. asking the right questions. You're not asking the same questions if it was somebody that you didn't know presented the opportunity. But the fact that you know this person, and this is a person that is 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 of of statute. You get off your system, and so the best and the the best lesson that I learned, bro, in business, is to follow your system. Stick with your system. And make sure that whoever you do business with has a similar system to the way that they do business, to the way they operate, to the way they think, to the way that they treat others, and to the way that they communicate.
4: Their business that's, that's, has the same values as your business.
0: We gotta, we gotta have some. We gotta have shared values.
3: That's deep, and I'm glad we're talking about business right now because we we were even talking about this on the phone the other day. Where you're, you're like, you know, a lot of people think in business, if I made $600,000 mm-hmm. over the year, that that looks like I made 60 bands each month or 50 bands each month, right? I want to talk about the ebbs and flows of business Ooh. as well. Ooh. Um, a lot of people don't understand that there's sometimes where you're in your season, you're in your bag, mm-hmm. like, you making money, but then sometimes it's like, like, it's not your season right now, bro. Like... Your sales just not converting, bro. And
0: that's and that's the part about entrepreneurship that many people don't talk about, you know, because a season don't just last like the weather, right? Some seasons last for four months, nine months. If you're from Chicago, eight months. You know, if you're from Chicago, it's cold well, that, mostly.
4: I got an eight month winter. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's cold,
0: right? But those three months is it's, whew, the best.
4: beautiful. It make living there all worth it.
3: It make living there all worth it. I don't know. Man, I got to see what those three
0: months hit, though. Because eight months of cold, fuck that. But to the point of seasons, Mm -hmm. and this is where I think, you know, proper preparation prevents poor performance. You got to properly prepare for those seasons. When it's sunny, prepare for when it rains. When shit is going good in life, when shit is going good in your business, prepare for when it rains or prepare for when it don't rain, depending on your perspective and how you view the analogy. And so bro, I've been in positions, man, where I had to pay people out of my personal pocket. That's a different level of responsibility when you got to make sure somebody else get paid so they can pay their mortgage Mm -hmm. so they can buy their kids food. I done been in that position, bro. Where I have to pay people out of my personal pocket, not out of the business. Right? Out of my personal pocket to keep the business going. But thankfully, proper preparation prevents poor performance. So how long can you can you stick it out through that through that dry season?
4: Do you have the funds set aside? Do you have the funds set Are aside? Are you managing your business money right? Are you Doing the the tragic mistake of bank account accounting. That's the thing we try to get people away from, man. Have all your money in one account is a no-go. <laughs> do not do not that shit. Or well, are you mentally stable?
3: That's, that's another, another aspect. That's another big one for business. Because if you, you're you not mentally stable, your business is not going to be stable.
0: Bro, the, the, the toughest time to start a business is when you're not mentally stable. Right. And part of you being mentally stable, you got to be financially stable. Right. The worst time to start a business is when you're in survival mode. That's a fact. You can't even think straight. you in panic mode. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Every dollar you getting, you got to pay a bill. Every dollar you're getting, you got to go do this. You ain't even giving the, the dollar the opportunity to go make another dollar for you.
4: Are you a small business owner looking to grow and expand your operations? Are you tired of all the gurus promising getting rich quick and then offering no results? At Black Wealth Renaissance, we understand the unique challenges business owners face in securing funding, and that's why we're excited to offer comprehensive funding solutions in partnership with you leverage capital. With you leverage capital, we've given you access to the Business Credit Builder, which is a powerful software that walks you through the process step-by-step of how to build business credit and guarantees you will secure the funding you need to grow and expand your business. Visit blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding today and get started on building your business credit and securing the funding you need to grow and expand your business to the next level. Again, that's blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding.
0: And, and about partnerships, that. right? Mm. To, to, to go back to partnerships. The reason why, um, that was a, that was a $80,000 plus lesson for me, you know, um I lost over $80,000 last year, bro. Damn. Yeah. Through through bad partnerships. And I I just wanted to revisit that, you know, just so people know that it's real. Like we did not up here just. I'm not up here just talking to you and saying, "Hey, follow a system." Like no, I lost 80000 80, $80, dollars
4: for stepping off your path and
0: for stepping off my sister
4: All the same things you just shared was getting so getting blinded off of the fact that, like, okay, this is how I do things, but yeah. because of who this person is, and that, that's a major lesson right there, especially yeah. with partnerships. Like, the, I'm glad you shared that about vetting, especially that thing about mindsets, because I mm. think that's something that is is very underlooked. Like, yeah, you can go into business with your friends and people that you like. But if your mindset about things ain't the same, it's always going to create some friction somewhere down the line. We And it looks different at every phase, right? At the phase you're currently in, that looks like losing $80,000. As somebody that's getting started out, it may just look like, okay, we got to go our separate ways. It's it's just, but at the end of the day, keeping that vetting people part, you shouldn't just hop into anything headlong. You should take the time. Court the people. That's something that we've been working on more. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. like, we can't just hop into business with this person. Let's fill them out for a minute. Let's
0: observe their ass. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah.
4: See how they move. What they talk about. Take their ass out to lunch and dinner and shit.
0: But but, but how long is that process? Is it, a, is it how, at what point do you cross the threshold and say, okay, I know who that person is? Mm. Because somebody could be a different person when you're not doing business with them. But when you start doing business with them, they totally different. It is a fact. You see you see a whole new side that you never even saw before. You like, damn, where'd that come from? Hmm. So, so how do we clearly define, you know, if there's somebody that we can truly trust? I like you. I know you, but can I truly trust you? How do we do that? Hmm. How do we get there? It's almost like you gotta put people in a position where you.
4: Exemplify Mm. some small a small amount of trust in a sense Mm. in a way that you know won't be harmful to you. Exactly. You can't you can't give them the whole thing, right? Exactly. Looking like um like vesting. If you're getting somebody in your company, it's like, okay, you wanna join the company, you wanna you wanna eventually be a fourth or a quarter owner of the company. Well, I'm not gonna just give you the twenty five percent off the rip. You gotta work for that. Right. Like, okay, you wanna work with us? We'll do a conditional thing where it's like we will give you three percent year building over year, and if you produce these results as promised, now you can become this person. But it can't. It, it's like it's not like a jump off the cliff. It's almost like just a let's take baby steps. Mm. We can okay, yeah. We may we may like this person like so we may know him a bit. We may like him, but in order to figure out if we can really trust them, we got to put some trust in them, but not. Just throwing everything in them and like blindly trusting motherfuckers, that's how you get burned. That's
0: how you get burned, bro. Follow your
3: system. What's your system,
0: man, bro? My system. First things first, I operate with the highest level of integrity. Period. Period. If we doing business and a business the deal go bad, I'm gonna let you know right away. I'm gonna communicate effectively, right. I'm not trying to fix shit in the background before I tell you. And then when you tell me, you tell me that the deal went bad six months ago. Eight months ago. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. Because now I'm mad.
3: (laughs) Now I'm mad. Like, bitch, you could have been told this. We could have been figured something out.
0: We could have been figured it out. So the first thing is you got to operate with the highest level of integrity. That's that's the first thing in my system. Mm -hmm. Right? Because when I do that, I know that the universe... I know that God is going to give me that back in return. And everybody deserves honesty anyway. Because you're playing with their finances. So the first thing is integrity. The second thing is the communication piece. You got to have an open line of communication. And a lot of people, they can't communicate when stuff ain't working out. It's easy to tell somebody when stuff is going good. Oh, man, we just made blah, blah, blah. It's hard to say we just lost three grand, two grand. The deal ain't working out. But you got to be that same person all the way through. Mm-hmm. You got to be that same person all the way through, man. You can't just be. It's just like motivation. You know what I'm saying? People wake up motivated one day, and the next day they're not motivated no more.
4: Like Jalen said the other day. Yeah.
0: He, it was started raining. It was cold outside. Gym
4: attendance cut in half. What's, you, you was motivated, but did you have a discipline to follow through?
0: That's,
3: and me personally, now, I've adapted. Determination over motivation. Oh, yeah. If I'm determined to reach this goal, I don't give a fuck how I'm feeling. I'm going to figure it out.
0: Exactly. Exactly. The third of my system, you got to be disciplined in your business practices. Mm. You got to be disciplined in your business practices, man. You, you you got to. If you ain't disciplined in your business practices, you ain't, you ain't running no business. You so beat. let's talk
4: about it. What does discipline look like
0: in your business practices? Is this like
4: we're producing a consistent result or are we, this is how we handle clients. What does that look like? All of the
0: above, all of the above being disciplined in your business practice could just be being fully present every day.
3: Doing it consistently
0: and doing it consistently. You can bring personal stuff, you know, over into a client conversation with your attitude. Mm -hmm. And that's a disease that a lot of people don't even realize is an actual disease. Your attitude and how you view things and how you treat people. Right. And so you got to be disciplined in your business practice. How do you be disciplined in your business practice? Put some money to the side, have some cash reserves for every dollar you make. Maybe you need to save 10%, 30%. Mm You're going to have to pay taxes. So put some money back for that. That's being disciplined in your business practices. Mm-hmm. Because what happens when you get the unexpected invoice? What happens? You scrambling if you had you got bad practices. You scrambling if you got bad practices. You gotta be disciplined in your business practices. And you gotta deliver. Right? If we say, hey, we're gonna turn this thing around for you within seven to ten business days, turn turn around in five. Whatever your turnaround time is, you wanna. What they say? You want to
3: over, over deliver, under, under promise.
0: promise. You want to keep. You you want to develop a, a, a good system. Do that. Do that. Over mm-hmm. deliver and under promise. I ain't never met somebody who got mad they got something early that they She's, wanted.
3: You right? I was just telling him about some stuff with issues. Never. With I was like, yo, I tell these people they're going to get this money in this time, but I know it's going to get that sooner.
0: Right. And they always happy. Always happy. Always. You got to be disciplining in your business practice, man. And another thing about being disciplined in your business practice, going back to vetting folks out. Because at some point, as your business scale, you may be looking to hire.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you need talent, when you really need talent, it's easy to get off your system. It is. It's easy to get off your system because now you're trying to fill this gap in the business. Right now you're trying to fill this gap in the business that you, you ain't even thinking about, okay, does this person have the same or share the same values as me?
4: Is this person going to work hard? Is they going to
0: work hard? Am I going to have to micromanage? Am I going to have to micromanage them?
4: Yeah.
0: Right. Are they going to show up? Are they going to bring drama into this? they going to be gossiping all the time. Or they are gonna be a team player,
4: mm-hmm.
0: so you gotta be disciplined in all things, man. And that's why discipline is probably the number one skill set that most wealthy people have in common. They're disciplined. They ain't motivated. They woke up every day and it was consistent.
4: I'm heavy for you, my. Oh, yeah. So, Gene, I did have another question. Can you uh, can you pause the the timer thingy? It's going to go off on us in a second. Appreciate it. Um, now, we were talking about credit earlier. Uh, we talked about business credit, how people, you know, making some follies with it. But I did want to talk about, like, some of the tax advantages to using credit and business credit instead of, like, paying stuff with debit-wise.
0: Absolutely. You should always be using a business. If if your credit is in shape, mm-hmm. if your credit is not in shape, recognize and know that credit can always be repaired. Rebuilt and restored. Right. Those are the three R's of credit. And so you should always be using your business credit card. If you have some good established credit. Why? Because if you got a good business credit card, you're going to get points. Right. I like spending money knowing I'm going to get something in return. Mm -hmm. If I'm just spending my business debit card all the time, I'm not getting anything in return at at all. And I don't have enough protection as if I would have mm. leveraging a business credit card.
3: Because if somebody hacked that account, it's different than somebody hacking if, that Exactly. Because
4: so they spent the bank's money. They spent the bank money, bank going to get it back. Bank. They oh, spent your they,
0: money. Tough titties, niggas. So you, consumer, you know, <laughs> what sorry, websites Tommy. did you put your credit card in? You know? Excuse me, your debit card in. So having having business credit, bro, is, is pivotable. Because at some point... The reason why we're in business is because we're separating ourselves from the thing that actually generates the income. Mm-hmm. So if we want to continue down that road of separating ourselves, then we got to figure out how we can establish a lifeline or a um, a flow of currency for the business that is not associated with us at all. And having access to credit bro, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. What do you do in that dry season when the money isn't coming in? How do you keep the business going?
4: How do you keep payroll going?
0: How do you keep payroll going? You might got to use a business credit card. Mm -hmm. You might have to use a business credit card just to keep the fucking lights on. And that's why having some form of business credit is important, bro. Because that business credit will save you when that business income can't
3: and and i i, I kind of want to drill down on the david's question i know he asks like the advantages with taxes um and correct me if i'm wrong are you talking about like how a loan is not taxed versus using your personal cash is
0: it yeah, to a degree yeah kind of okay. okay oh yeah. yeah loans bro when they when when they when the government came out with loans that was the that was the easiest thing for folks to get rich that's the easiest thing for folks to get rich bro Because loans are not taxable. Just like with real estate, right? So everybody's in here familiar with the bird method, you know, Mm -hmm. right? You can buy a distressed property, right? Mm -hmm. Rehab it, right? Rent it out. out. Refinance Refinance And and repeat, right? It's the same thing almost in business, outside of the real estate space, right? Because I can now get access to capital that... I'm not gonna get taxed on. Mm-hmm. And this is why the wealth gap is so is so huge. Because the average consumer, the average taxpayer, doesn't know how to get access to capital. And with business owners, what they do is they get access to capital and then they use that capital to produce income. So they got money that was never taxed, because they got access to capital. They had the coach and the training, the education to get the access to the capital. Mm-hmm. And then they leverage that to go. Do what? Produce income. And in the process of producing income, what did they do? They generate expenses. Right? Expenses that are tax deductible. They generate expenses that are tax deductible. So although they're generating income by leveraging the capital that they receive from the bank, but they're also getting a ton of expenses in the pursuit of income that's driving their tax liability down. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they rinse and repeat and they keep doing the same thing over and, over and over and over and over and over and over. And that's how they never pay any tax or they may pay some tax, but they're not paying what. The average person is paying because they are leveraging loans credit. and they are leveraging credit. Right. And loans are not taxable. Oh, that's good. Appreciate
4: you sharing that. Cause that's, that's kind of where I was going with it. Like in a sense, it's like, how do they, how can you use that? Cause I know that's one of the things that you hear about a lot of these major corporations. They'll use credit to keep the lights on and not spend their cash on hand. Like Apple, we hear they got what? Like I forgot how yeah, much stupid money millions of the dollars just sitting aside cause they don't use their fucking money. They, stupid use money. they don't need it. But yeah. they
0: what they need their money for.
3: I ain't got to touch my
0: For what? Well they can go. Use- Goldman
3: Sachs gonna go give me a loan anyway.
0: They gonna go- they're gonna give me a loan anyway. They're gonna give me tax free money and all I'm gonna do is generate a shit ton of expenses to generate more money to get the bank account even more fatter, even more juicier. And I'm not gonna pay no tax on it anyway because now, now that I got more money, I can do what the government wants me to do, which is creating jobs. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So they know the government going to give me another tax benefit because I'm creating jobs. I'm stimulating the economy. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm helping drive down inflation. Right. I'm putting money in people's pocket. And not only that, but in most cases we have a business that's actually changing the way that we do business because technology is growing. Everybody as everybody in the stage of the game, bro, they, they, in some way, Operate in the the tech space. In some way. Tech is involved in everything that we do. Mm -hmm. It's involved in everything that we do. Definitely at this point. At this point. So we just got to figure out man. How do we get on the other side. Of the table. How do we get access to capital. So that we can generate expenses. In a pursuit of income. And pay less. On the income that we make. But also make sure that we're still in position to go get more capital and that's why real estate is so important to this whole tax thing because what happens is a lot of people they're just trying to find deductions mm-hmm. right oh meals oh internet oh um, this this hoodie for marketing and advertising oh supplies But like I said, I'm a big proponent of finding deductions that can fuel your future. Mm. So why not go buy some cash flow? Why not go buy a real estate property that you can accelerate the depreciation on and offset the income that you're generating in your business or offset the income that you're making from your W-2 job? And not only that, what happens is the bank will add the depreciation back to your income. So when you go to go get some funding, the money's still there. So how do we make, and this is what I tell folks to do all the time. If you looking for an accountant, right, a tax accountant, the number one question is how can I maximize my deductions while also making sure that I remain profitable on paper as well?
4: That's a very good question. That's
0: the number one question. Because you can get all these write-offs and go get the business credit card and go to the, to the Beyonce shit and write that off, right? But how, how do we move strategically, right? How is that, that, that's not fueling your future at all. That's not fueling your future at all. But real estate gives us the opportunity to make sure that we remain profitable on paper. Excuse me, get yeah, profitable on paper, mm-hmm. right, to the bank. But we pay no tax.
3: What, what is that call again? Because I remember that was what I was talking about earlier. Was that, what is it called?
0: Accelerate, accelerated depreciation.
3: Accelerated depreciation.
0: And the way that you get accelerated depreciation is by doing a cost segregation study.
3: There we go. That's the name of the You said shit. cost segregation study? A cost
0: segregation study. So how does what, what is that? I, explain that so yeah, yeah. confused uh, we, now. We're we going to break it down. We're going to break <laughs> it down. We're going to keep it real simple, right? We're going to keep it real simple. What a cost segregation study is, so we're all familiar with the regular depreciation, right? 27 and a half, 39, whatever, right? We're familiar with the regular depreciation. But then you got those things that are inside the home, inside the investment property that has a useful life of 15 years or less. Some things outside the investment property too, like a roof. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to replace it every 10 to 15 years. Like a roof like the electrical, like the appliances, like the lighting fixtures, cabinets, like the cabinets, like the PVC. These are all things that we can accelerate the depreciation on and give you a tax deduction. Hmm. And this is why real estate has to be in the portfolio. And not only just having real estate in the portfolio, but you wanna you wanna be a real estate professional. When you're a real estate professional, that opens up so many opportunities for you to leverage real estate to offset your personal income. Got gotcha. you right. Because when you when you, when you when you're at one hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you're capped up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. You're capped to twenty five thousand dollars a year that you can take in passive losses. Right. So you got active income and you got passive income, right? The government came up with passive passive activity loss rules that says, hey, you guys can only deduct $25,000 on your passive income to offset
3: and this is all your earned passive income. income right?
0: All passive income to offset your earned income. But the loophole is to become a real estate professional. When you become a real estate passive, professional, once you become a real estate professional, now... Oh, we can t- we we can take we take that that cap off that bucket off. Mm. So, how do I become a real estate professional, Eugene? How do I do that? Right. You Get a license. You can get a license, or if you're married, your spouse can get a license. Mm. If you marry married filing joint, we just need one person on the return. We just need one person on the return.
4: That's that's sauce
0: right there. Is
3: that the only way to get the real estate? Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So the law says that you have to materially participate for 750 hours or more in that real trader business. So we need to participate for 750 hours or more in real estate. How do we do that, Eugene? How do I prove to the IRS, to the government, that I can I contributed or I materially participated mm-hmm. for 750 hours? You got to log it. You got to have supporting documentation for every deduction that you take. Right? You can't just be taking deductions without having, you know, supporting documentation. You, you might get be, away with yeah. it on a small level. You might it, get, get whatever away whatever
3: with you. it. If they audit that ass.
0: But, you know, like he said, when they come looking for you, and they find you because they will find you. Uncle Sam likes to let them cases build up on you. Oh, yeah, they will find you. It's only a matter of time. Are you prepared? And that's why our proper preparation prevents poor performance. So that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? We have to materially participate for 750 hours or more in that real trader business. And we have to log it. And that's for the year? 750? That's for the year. That's a lot of fun. We have to log it. Right? So when you go to the property, log it. There's trackers out there that you can leverage, right? My team has resources that we can share with you to make sure that you're logging things appropriately, right? When you go to the property, log it, take photos, do the stuff that, you know, you you should probably be taking photos anyway, Mm -hmm. especially at this stage in the game because content is everything, right? You may inspire somebody through you going to the property, right? And it's Black History Month. We should be pushing the needle forward anyway to build wealth. So that's the first way. The second way is they came up with an exception. So what's the exception? Airbnb. Short-term rentals. So that makes
4: you a real estate professional without the 750 hours?
0: That can make you a real estate professional without the 750.
3: Well, wait, there's more.
0: Without the 750. Wow, okay. All you have to do is rent out your property to a renter on Airbnb for 7 days or less but more than 14 days throughout the year for 7 days or less but more than 14 days throughout the year and we can qualify you as a real estate professional that way
4: so you're you. not passive cuz they're not if they stay more than 7 days that makes them a tenant you get dicey okay you get dicey cuz i know you said Less than seven days for a consecutive stay, but more than 14 for the year. Exactly. Exactly. That's why y'all need the EA on your team, man. That's that's, that's, that's that intricate stuff. Because I I did want to clear something up with cost segregation study. That shit been burning in my head. So whenever you do cost segregation studies and accelerate your depreciation, Mm -hmm. are you then waiving, like, the standard depreciation that you would do? Is it kind of like a tax situation? Exactly.
0: Uh, standard deduction versus itemized.
4: That's exactly what
0: it is. Exactly. So, and and I'm glad you bring that up. So it got to make sense depending on the person, Mm -hmm. right? If I got a client that's generating a ton ton of revenue, okay, for you, yeah, let's, let's, let's do some accelerated depreciation. Or if I got a client that says, Hey, you know, I don't plan on having this property for long. You know, maybe they getting ready to sell it in a year or two years. Okay, maybe we don't accelerate the depreciation because when you sell it, there's this thing called depreciation recapture. Oh, okay, right. There's this thing called depreciation recapture where it can, you know, it it can bite you a little bit, right. So we gotta be very, very um, meticulous and specific on what deductions we take and when. But in real estate, we should be buying and holding anyway. That's how we pass down assets, buy and hold, mm-hmm. right?
4: You just, you know, I, man, I'm, I'm goddamn blown it, away. There's
3: one more part that I want to make. So with the um, Airbnb part, it doesn't have to be like a Airbnb unit. You can do this with a personal home, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So even, even if you don't own... A full portfolio, you can still
0: yeah. Even if you got a single family home, it don't got to be multifamily. Arbitrage too, if you do. Not arbitrage, not arbitrage. You do have to own it. Okay. You do have to own it to take take depreciation. Got you. Absolutely. Makes sense though. Absolutely.
4: That's fire, man. Hell yeah. High level tax conversations.
0: Hell yeah.
4: Every time G come on, you don't disappoint, man. I already bro. That's what we got. We got to get, get like a little Gene pop-up section. Yeah, yeah. And I can just call it. Hey, Gene, what you doing? <laughs> Let's but, talk some shit. <laughs> but no, nah, man, Eugene, definitely appreciate you joining us today, man. It's been great chopping it up with you. So we're all going to pivot into some of our last few questions. Um, for me, my favorite question to ask everybody, what are you doing right now
0: to secure your wealth? Oh, man, that's, that's important, bro. So... Um, another thing that we talk about in the tax planning space is having a trust, you know, and um, making sure that you protect the assets that you accumulate. And the last thing that you, you, want, you want is for your assets to be um, at the hands of a judge, determining, you know, who gets what and how much, you know. and Like take lot of off us, and his family. Yeah, bro. Like, like take off, like um, Chadwick, Chad, Balls, Chad, with Chadwick Balls, Balls, Mick Prince. You know, Michael Jackson is still making money to this day because he had the proper paperwork. Think about that. A document. He had the proper paperwork, bro. And um, for me, man, it's just making sure I got the right paperwork and I'm structured correctly. I'm structured correctly, right? You, you ain't pierced nothing, right? Ain't no corporate veils getting ain't pierced no around veils, this joint. Ain't no corporate veils. And, and and it's on that point, and I, not to go too off topic, but... Even on the real estate piece, on real estate piece, what happens is a lot of people think that just because they bought the property in a business name that the asset is protected, but it's not. People can still come after the business, and if the business owns whatever the business owns, those assets could be at risk. If you but got when we 10 shift
4: properties on one LLC, they all at risk.
0: Yeah. When we shift things to a trust, mm-hmm. certain things you can't do, mm-hmm. right? Can't sue a land trust
4: Can't sue a land trust Can't sue a land trust And that's just a trust
0: that owns property It's a trust that owns real estate
4: Damn
0: So we gotta be We gotta make sure our paperwork correct We gotta make sure our paperwork correct That'd be the answer to that question
3: I got three questions for you now First one Are you frugal or are you a flexor Don't lie I'm
0: frugal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had my year. I had my year. Twenty twenty one was, dude. And I was talking about this last night with X. You know, um, it's, it's, man. You can get high on your success quick. You know, you can get high off your success and really kick it, and like blow some. I, I don't. I spent some money. Um, and twenty twenty two, beginning twenty twenty two, I was just like, man, I spent all this money, but, you know, I ain't really had shit to show for it. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying um I had some stuff to show for it but not nothing worth mentioning no on what what stuff we talking about today mm-hmm. you had some um, experiences and whatnot. but I mean yeah, like it... yeah I had some experiences you know I, I, I fucked some money off um and I realized that man like nah I'm you know I ain't there yet you know I, I ain't there yet I got pl- I got so much more time to continue building before I even start entertaining moving like that again mm-hmm. um so I would say I'm frugal, bro, but I do have my moments too where I treat myself. You that's know, I, I treat myself four times a year, and I get a deduction by doing so.
3: Hey, that's what's up, dog.
4: That's very important too, because I mean, it's like finding that balance in it, right? Yeah, it's not like you don't want to. You don't. Wanna, when we say frugal, people start thinking like penny pinching, a miserly person that they live only for money. No, you just responsible
3: with your yeah. money, and, and you
0: make sure you're taking care of yourself. The enjoyment piece is important. It is, bro. I ain't never seen nobody get rich pinching pennies. Never. You know? Never. Like
3: that one nigga that was cooking them fucking eggs on that damn car. Oh, That man, nigga, that was that crazy, dog. wild And I know he wasn't fucking rich. I'll tell you that <laughs> 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 Um, My second question, you kind of already answered it, is, you know, what are you doing to protect your wealth? So you talked about the trust and everything. Um, my last question, though, is do you have life insurance?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Said, of course.
3: What do you mean? You gotta have, have life insurance.
0: You you gotta have some form of life insurance, man. That's 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 important, bro. And that code that connects back to the trust. You know, and making sure that you got some proper estate planning is everything, bro. You you gotta have some proper estate planning, you know. So absolutely I got life insurance, bro.
3: That's what's up. Well, Gene, appreciate you for coming on again, my brother. Um, let the people know where they can tap in with you, where they can follow you. And if they would like to actually, you know, access your tax firm and become a client, what do they have to do as well?
0: Absolutely. You can find me on uh, all social media platforms, underscore, underscore, Mr. Marshall. That's two underscores. Make sure y'all don't get caught by the fake pages. Exactly. I got it. plenty of those. Uh, so two underscores, Mr. Marshall. And the best way to get in contact with the firm is to click the link that's going to be in the show notes. Right. Click the link that's going to be in the show notes. That's going to give you access to the team or you
3: know, go to black dot com slash taxes
0: or that. Right. Whatever you got to do, just do it. Um, but that's that's the best way. And the link that BWR got, that's the link where you're going to get direct access to me. Right, I'm going to make sure that you and I can have a powerful conversation. We're going to have a powerful 30 minute conversation. Yeah. Hey,
4: if you done tapped into this podcast, you already know the type of value. We're only scratching the surface on this pod. So that's what y'all know. This man dive into something, he has the knowledge and skills. So, hey, I, I suggest they go ahead and do that. If you're looking for somebody to get your taxes right, especially you're an entrepreneur, you're your man, he. He's not somebody that just does taxes. You're also in business, so. Hell yeah.
3: So I want to say thank you to all the listeners who listen week in and week out. Appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all for helping grow our show to where it's currently at. Um, Once again, y'all make sure y'all tap into um, Magnolia Tax Services for all your tax needs this tax season. Um, I want to say y'all be on the lookout for our event uh, might be doing a little small pop up in Houston, so y'all definitely get those tickets. Um, the way you'll be able to access those tickets is by texting events to three three seven four what five four five five, five seven, seven 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 eight. Yeah, I haven't seven, said it in a while. Eight three three seven four five five seven 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 eight. Yes, sir. I used to have a little rhyme, but I ain't gonna be corny no more. <laughs>
4: yeah but no definitely y'all tap in with us um also i know we mentioned funding on this episode as well if you're looking to get funding for your business you're trying you're in the process trying to grow scale and you need funding uh mess with us and our partners here at you leverage capital at the business credit builder step-by-step process gonna walk you through go to blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding and we'll get you right but um that's, that's it, really, on my end, man. I don't know if you got anything else yeah, for the people. That's all I got, my brother. Uh, so until next time, this is Blackwell Renaissance signing, signing
0: out. Peace. Peace. Peace.
4: What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. If you're a fan of authentic interviews with legendary artists and notable people in the culture, subscribe to the Holding Court podcast. See, we a show that cover artist interviews, hip hop culture, lifestyle and
2: current topics. Huh. We got the D-Boys and the B-Boys. See, HCP is where the streets and black excellence meet and is brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators.